Sensei. Big Red. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Uneducated System. My bad, I was saying that shit wrong as fuck in episode wrong. It's episode one, but uh, uneducation system. Nah, bro, it's uneducated. I was I was saying uneducation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go look, go back and look at it. It's uneducated. I was saying the wrong one last time, but anyway, how y'all doing? If y'all coming in and join us right now, this is episode two. I said only two. Yes. We are just getting started. Apologize for that, but the content is still platinum level. Sensei! Yeah! Got a good show for him today, don't we? Yes, indeed. Shit, we better. <laughs> I got bills and shit. Nah, I'm just playing. We are unsponsored, but, you know, if anybody wants to sponsor us, we're more than happy to accept. I'll do a sponsor for Pepsi and Coke in the same fucking breath. Love them both. Big facts of Jamaica on the way. All right, all right. So, sorry we late on episode two. I know we said we was going to do it that very next day. You know, shit. And it happens. But we're going to talk about a couple of things that I wanted to talk about then. Um, we're going to talk about the, finally, the Eminem, MGK, possibly Diddy beef. Um, MGK has an EP coming out tonight called binge, cringe, dinge, something, die with a syringe. I don't know. I don't hate MGK. I, just, <laughs> you know, I don't know what it's called, but uh, he had the Breakfast Club interview. We're going to touch into that, touch into the disses. I uh, kind of want to bring up some old beefs, maybe some historical beefs. Um, Sensei, what did you want to talk about? I want to talk about rappers and the necessity of them to have a dynamic, be multifaceted, and diverse. Sounds like a hell of a topic. I can't wait to get my thoughts on that one. And then toward the end, I thought we would just kind of wing it because I don't really got nothing prepared. Um, not a lot of shit happened. I don't know of any new music that dropped. Um, I know when we were doing the the pre-show to this, when we was doing like the basically the recorded um, the recorded test to this. We had said something about uh, since we're gonna be talking about the MGK Eminem thing, we can go back through historical beefs. And I know you have thoughts about Ether, and I have thoughts about Jay Z's takeover. We can, you know, maybe wrap the show up with that. But I don't know. I don't like to make too much plans. I like to play this shit by ear. But, but we will. I want us go ahead and start off with Eminem. You good with that, Sensei? Most definitely. Bet. All right. So. Quick backstory for the listeners who don't know, and if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> so, um, Eminem drops a surprise album, Kamikaze. I fucks with it. Nothing will ever be as hot as his top three, his first three albums. First three studio albums, I should say, because Infinite was technically his first. And quality was trash. Nothing will ever top that. Eminem's show was his pinnacle, his peak. Everything has declined from there. He, he regained spark on a lot of his albums, but some of them just don't hit the mark. Kamikaze, fucks with it. This is the first one I fucked with since recovery. Before that, it was, you know, he disses a lot of people on Kamikaze, MGK being one of them. MGK is the only one that responded, surprisingly. I thought it would have been Joe Button or Tyler. MGK responds with Rap Devil. 
I like Rap Devil. It's for MGK, that's an amazing fucking song. It's cool. <laughs> nah, what, 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 you, what you think of, what you think of Rap Devil, Sensei? I was not impressed by it, honestly. I didn't hear anything that was just like, ooh, you know, like the Bill Cosby stank face, as they, as they have called it. Um, Didn't get that listening to this, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I see, I didn't get that. Because to me, when when we get to it, but I'll come back to that. So, Rap Devil, number one on iTunes right now. Everything doing good. Takes two weeks for Eminem to respond. Now, Eminem's older than me. He's from my, he's my era of music, but he was older than me then, you know what I mean? So he's from a different climate. He may not know the rules, but he also may have wanted to respect, uh, rest in peace, Mac Miller. He yeah. might have wanted to respect his passing. That could have been the case. Either way, it took two weeks. Wow. A whole week late. <laughs> Eminem does his thing. But anyway, Kill Shot comes out. This is dope. MGK does a does an opening with Fallout Boys. Um, they supposedly booed him off stage. MK, MGK says that's fake news. Blah blah blah. Let's talk about it. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't make me laugh as much as it is. But facts. Facts. Okay, so what you tell Sensei, what you think? Um, honestly, this is probably the most press MGK is probably ever gonna get because no one was talking about him prior to this, to be honest. Um No. I mean, I now I will say I'm from Ohio. I don't think I've said that on the last podcast. I'm from Ohio, the home of me. And LeBron James <laughs> was born here too. The home of me. Home of me. I'm from here. Yeah, you boy, Big Red. <laughs> but LeBron's from here too. But you know, so I I remember MGK's little run. It wasn't a it wasn't a fast one. I mean, I'm sorry, it wasn't a. What's the word I'm looking for. It, it wasn't huge. He, he, you, you knew he wasn't going to jump into Megastar. But he had enough. You know, he's doing movies. And, and he said this on the Breakfast Club today. I, he, he does a lot. He's still making money. He's still relevant enough. He's just never going to be how he was talking about Russ never going to be in that top tier. Now, right. I don't put, put MGK and Russ in the same conversation at all. Normally. No, they're no, not at all. Russ, Russ will. I I think Russ. The difference between Russ and MGK is Russ. He, I believe, he will remain relevant. He will maintain that relevancy. Who Russ? I think he will. I don't. So see, I I I, I don't. Why? Now again, now we said this before, you know in the past, you know on the, on the last episode. Mm-hmm. You don't think he'll ever be top tier? Nah. I don't think Russ is built for this game. I don't think Russ got tough enough skin. I don't think that he's gonna be able to take the criticism he the criticisms that he gets 
and just take it and keep starting. I think he's going to want to comment on everything. I think he's going to want to want to reply to everyone online. Like, you know, like we talked about last week. Um, motherfucker, he's going to want to go beat people up for mean comments. He's being rude. Yeah, he I don't think he's built for this. Now, MGK on the other hand, while I think Russ might have him a little bit in bars, MGK is an entertaining dude. Right. You know, MGK does get the crowd a little popping. I'm, you know, that that fake fallout boy, the booze. I don't, I don't know if it's fake or not. On the interview, he said, "Well, we have the footage. We have the footage. Cool. I don't have the footage. Have you seen any footage? No, I have not. The, the, the footage I seen, he was getting booed. And he talked about it. We wasn't getting booed. Like, well, you know, I've been on the stage. No, I had never in that capacity." <laughs> Never a Fallout Boys intro. Oh my god, I died for the Fallout Boys. Who who the fuck is the Fallout? Boys? <laughs> shout out to the shout out Fallout Boy. Yeah, I, I guess I, I, I thought Fallout was a game. It is. So is they like affiliated with the game? Nah, Fallout Boy is a rock group. I mean, I kind of got that, but. I, I, I don't know, maybe Fallout. You've never boys heard of Fallout Boy? I mean, I've heard the name, but I've also heard of the game Fallout. It's like, like I, I don't know, man. I don't be in the rut like that. I, I, I would know a song of theirs if, before I would know the group name. Fallout Boy was out before Fallout was. Cool. Man, I also wasn't listening to hip hop just as long. It's like I don't play Fallout. <laughs> I mean, did I say hip hop? I think you did. Hmm. The secret's out, guys. <laughs> I've never listened to hip hop a day in my life. <laughs> I'm a fucking fraud. I'm like, I'm the real Paul Rosenfeld. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Rosenberg. Fuck you. All right, but we're not about to make this about that, though. Uh, no, but you know what I'm saying? I think MG, like I said, he's more entertaining. He's got certain charisma. And again, he is doing movies. You know, Lady Gaga, where's the last hit she's at? Still know who the fuck Lady Gaga is from American Horror Story. She still was impressed. She's weird. She does movie knowledge. Ice Cube. These kids these days will never know Ice Cube rap. If it wasn't for Straight Outta Compton, they would not know Ice Cube was a rapper. That's Ooh. true. In Barbershop 3? <laughs> but, It's like uh, it's almost like that scene in the Boondocks when uh, Riley he was like Ice Cube, the nigga that makes family movies was a gangster rapper. Right, that's what I'm saying. And the kids, kids really like that. That's funny, but it's cast that's only known Ice Cube to be a, an actor and a um, and a three man tournament league owner. Victory. <laughs> Three shots of that though. I ain't seen the game yet, but I, I just like the concept. That's dope. I'm just I'm just a cheap motherfucker, so I'm not going to buy tickets, and I don't have a cable, so. Nah, I seen one game. The big three is pretty lit. Yeah, it, it sounded lit. like I, it, it was a good idea from jump. I remember when he uh, first was on Breakfast Club promoting it. Like he was on a couple other things too, but I watched the Breakfast Club. Um, shot to see the guy. Um, uh, MV need to go ahead and give up that number one mic chair because uh, yeah, we don't watch TV, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Angela neither. I don't think Angela is sexy. I want to see her in person. She's cute. She's very button nosing and cheek pitchable and you know she's straight. Coming at her like she bad, like like she in the desk or something like. Nah, she ain't on the desk. <laughs> she ain't on the desk. <laughs> let me give let let me get my hold on hold, hold on big red hold on now. Let me shoot my shot. <laughs> Let me shoot every shot I have in the desk. What do you do? What How, you, How you doing? You ain't got to struggle anymore. Any <laughs> you ain't got it be an everyday struggle to get you, but it would be oh so hella worth it. Hella worth it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but okay, but anyway, back to this beef shit. We be off to we, that's why y'all here. Y'all here to hear us talk shit and occasionally meet light up on. So back to this this shit. So all right. You said you weren't impressed by rap double. I like it. I thought it was cool. Let's talk about it. Um, what you think of kill shot? Kill shot was flames. Flames. Now on the internet, boo, I wish I had a soundboard because I would have got 80 boos right now. Facts. Uh, the internet is divisive. It's 50-50. Half people saying it's hot as fuck. The other people saying, man, y'all whack as hell. Rap devil is better. Then the cats that like it are responding with, well, y'all don't know rap. What you think? Like, do you think it's do you think it's as, like, people should even be having a good or bad debate with this? Because personally, I don't see how they can even listen to this shit and say it's whack. Now, it did start to throw me off when the first couple bars, when he was doing that one word, a bar type, you know, how you gonna name yourself after? Yeah, I, I, I was worried then, but it was just to open everything up. Like, okay, chill, guys, here comes the bars, and he smashed it from then on out. The one thing I will say is I feel like Real beef, like authentic beef, is built off of two people actually having problems with each other. Eminem has said he just don't like MGK. He didn't. He, he said on the interview, "I didn't diss MGK because he said something about my daughter." I, I didn't even know that until like a year or fucking later. The reason I dissed him is because I heard him take shots at me at Tech Nine. Because as far as out the loop of um of Eminem is, he keeps up on that music. Right, he know everybody in music. That that's what he does is music. So he heard the Tech Nine diss, and that's why he dissed him. And he said it, and he was like, "Like I just don't like you, prick." <laughs> <laughs> so you also you don't see where you don't see where the divisiveness should come in. Like you don't you don't think this is in any way, shape, or form a bad project, a bad song. Project? What do you mean? Kill shot. Kill shot. No, I don't. Now, this is where I was getting at when I said authentic beef comes from two people that actually have problems with each other. Think of now, compare this to like Eminem. I mean, no, not Eminem. uh, 50 Cent in the game or uh, Jay's. Somebody got killed after that beef. That was real beef. Exactly. Or 50 Cent and Ja Rule. Did I just say that? I didn't say that, did I? I? I don't know. I think I was talking, but let's say you didn't and then you just did. No, I said uh, I said 
I said uh, 50 Cent in the game, so I'm good. Yeah, 50 in game, 50 in job, uh, real beef. Jay-Z uh, and Nas. I wouldn't say that was real beef. That was real. I don't know, man. We'll, we'll get to that toward the end. But I will say I think that was real beef, but that was one of those real beef songs. I think they was going to keep it pen and pad. Like, yeah. I yeah. Out of the booth. Because I don't think they had real its own sight problems with each other. But Jay-Z was playing petty, man. Yeah, that day. And we'll get to that toward the end. I do want to talk about Ether versus Takeover. I, I do want to talk about that because I have a very unpopular opinion. But whatever. Um. So, yeah, so other than the real beef thing. So, I mean, I mean yeah, keep expanding on that. Where was you going with that? Yeah, it's, it's you know... In 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 reference, yeah, in retros, not even retrospect, in reference to what the beefs that I just mentioned, Uh I don't see comparing those to this MGK and Eminem beef. I don't see, I don't see it as authentic as the other three aforementioned. I don't see it as authentic because it's like. Y'all really like imagine, for example, if Tyler the Creator and Eminem had a beef, it wouldn't seem real to me. Now, if Tyler would have responded, that wouldn't have seemed real neither. But I don't know. I, I can't. I, I don't agree with that because MGK says something about his daughter, who was sixteen at the time, and said she was hot. That's. Yeah, hold on, bro. Chill for real. Now, MDK did in his defense on Reference Club today. He's like, I'm a dad, so I I completely understand. Right, right. Like, okay, so you understand why he threw shots at you. Like, and he, okay, so he's denied that he's blackballing you. Where you, this this is the narrative you've been painting because he he said a lot about painting narratives in this interview. Mm hmm. So let's talk about the narrative that MGK has been painting. MGK has been painting Eminem as this old Batman in the third movie, just said, I don't never lead a house recluse. Just I'm in there with a bathrobe and I pee in the mason jars and my nails are long and my I you know, I barely take a bath and my be- that's why I have the beard because I let it grow to my damn belly button. You know, and all he does is just come out every once in a while. Like he's painting that narrative. Mm-hmm. He's painting that Eminem has blackballed him from everywhere else, and that's why he's not able to do anything. Like, I, I don't know, because we didn't see you on Shade 45 before that tweet, neither. Let's talk about it. When did you, like, when were you on Shade 45 before that tweet? What was the tweet? About his daughter. Oh. He said Haley is hot. Haley was 16. After he said that, he he told, and I watched this interview at the time too. He told, I think it was Breakfast Club, told Charlamagne and them, um, "I'm getting blackballed from Shade 45. They will not let me go up there." Wow. And them was like, "I don't got shit to do with that. Like that's not me." He denied it. Like it's just now at this point, it's just as far as fans is concerned. Who do you believe? I'm sorry. I believe him. Em has always been motherfucking vulnerable his whole fucking career. He has came out with the uh, stands, the way I am, the uh, cleaning out my closets. You know what I mean? He, he has been vulnerable with us. He 
he came out, even though he lied to us one time about canceling a show, because mm-hmm. um, he said he had pneumonia, um, and he was really off pills, but he came out and admitted that shit later on. It's like, oh, like he's always been real his whole career with us. Well, so I believe him personally. MG, you just first and foremost, I know I'm from. I know people you know. I'm not saying you're not about that life, but you're not about that life. And if you can't hear the difference, you don't know what I'm talking about. That lets me know even further. You. You have no idea. Like you might be ready to do things, cool, but you were from the hood. You had to. Your stomach still turned every time before you about to throw them hands. Don't play with me. I know you. Yeah. One thing. My problem with MGK though. I like MGK to an extent. I used to. Bump the fuck out of Ratchet, bitch. That was my shit. I need a Ratchet, bitch. That was my shit back in the day. I'm not a... I listened to MGK here and there on his come up. Yeah, me too. I've heard MGK mainly on the come up. I haven't checked for him since then. Yeah, me neither. I didn't watch Nerve, though. Nerve was dope. What movie? Called Nerve. He was in another movie, um, Beyond the Lights. He was in that. He was a dick in that movie. Oh man, he sure he, was. Shit. I fucking hated him in that movie. He uh, he kind of played a um uh exaggerated version of who he wants his MGK character to be. Yep. Rock star, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I I, I fuck hoes and I and I do crazy shit like and that's it was like an exaggerated version of him. True that. Like I think he had a cast on in the movie. I think he broke his wrist in real life on the movie set, and they just wrote it into the script. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think that's what happened. Like I said, that's why I see him. He, he, he has more lasting power than rest of me. Yeah, I mean, in the sense of entertainment, but. Yeah, that, what, what else is we talking about? What the fuck is Russ going to do? Just music. Russ, I don't see Russ doing nothing but music because <laughs> <Russ, laughs> that's all he talks about. Fuck the life, bro. I see Russ doing music because that's all he does. That's all he shines in. He don't. That's all he can do. He's blackballing himself. You need, you need, you, I don't care if you want to do everything your own. That's fine. But you need relationships yeah. in this game. Some way, shape, or form. Now, you alienating your fans. You alienating the producers. Because I do everything my own. You, uh, fuck out of here. Nah, I see MGK lasting way longer. He has way more personality. His songs are more entertaining. He is more entertaining. He's doing movies. You know, I just think that I'm a big teller of the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it when motherfuckers front, get on and just lie. Like, no, nah, like, tell the truth. Don't paint the don't paint the narrative just the, in your favor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I'm on M side with this. 
because he kept it real. He said he told it. He told the world, and they said that the uh, Sway interview was staged. Damn right that thing was staged. <laughs> you damn right that shit was staged. He set all that up. He had the questions prepared, but what I liked about it is he answered everything anyway. Everything that we've been wanting to know, them are the questions that were being asked. So he's not as out of the touch as everything everybody want to make him say. Now who? Oh, okay, okay. So the the Sway and Eminem interview was staged. Yeah, it was. Hands down. Hands down. First off, it was Sway. It it aired on Eminem Official's music site on YouTube. Which Sway it was with, part of. It was with Sway. Sway is a Shade 45 employee. It was a Shade for Yes, that shit was staged. It wasn't just no, okay, we're going to pop up and I'm going to ask you some questions. Yes, it was staged. So, does that make it bad? Movies is staged? <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit, documentaries is staged. Talk shows are staged. They're still saying they true. Shit, he, he was like, man, fuck it. This is the shit that I'm seeing that y'all asking. I'm going to address it, but I'm going to try to address it in an entertaining way. I know, man, Eminem is probably at the crib like, what the fuck do y'all want from me? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, do I need to get a face tattoo? Oh, yeah, Em get a face tattoo. That's an official midlife crisis. Oh, he never does. I don't think he'll do that. He won't do that. Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis is real, bro. Get to a certain age of your life and you just start thinking like, damn. Now, Eminem should never have to go through this because, come on, the second album goes diamond, bro. But, like, the regular dude, like the me's and the you's, the regular see, we're, we get to old age and we think, damn, I could have accomplished so much more. And then we like, Shit, what I've always wanted to do. Life's getting short. You know, buy a fucking motorcycle <laughs> or something crazy. Like, man, life crisis is real. Like, they, they depict it in every sitcom ever. But it's that's real life to some people. They go do stupid shit just to try to recapture you. See, I embrace everything about me. I embrace my size, my height, my teeth, my out. I embrace it all. This is me. You either gonna love me or you gonna hate me. And if you hate me, you, I'm not gonna know because you're probably not gonna be around me anyway. Facts. So, hey, that's my philosophy on life. So, my opinion, uh, M kill MGK on this motherfucking kill shot. Shit was dope. Um, I did want to touch on something real quick and then we can get into the diversity topic because I did want to talk about that with you. I know you got some things to say on that shit too. I want to touch on the desk. No pun intended. (laughs) No pun intended. No no puns at all. Literal statement, baby. I'm trying to touch on the desk. (laughs) (laughs) I thought the cameras go off sometimes. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> the fuck you eat I'm on your neck but no alright no I did want to say something before we get into the um into the diversity topic okay 
and this is pertaining to beef. And this is something that we brought up on the, like I said, on the um on the test pilot. Um, the Drake Pusha T beef. Okay. Now I don't really want to get no backstory on this one for the listeners. You know what I mean? Like they was beefing the end. <laughs> but you know, for those who don't know, Jay Prince put an end to Drake's response to Pusha T after Pusha T revealed the whole kid thing. Now, according to Jay Prince in certain interviews, he said something along the lines of this shit was career ending. Now, Kanye went on Instagram earlier today and was talking shit about everybody who said something about, man, this is my wife, you know what I'm saying, like Nick Cannon, um, Tyson, um, who else, who else? Drake. Oh, he said, honestly, I didn't, I didn't even read that one, um, but I didn't watch it. So, yeah, says something to Drake. So, career ending, I'm sorry. Him fucking uh, Kim K is not a career ending move. She so said that, it didn't happen, too. So, she already said it didn't happen. But I don't think that was in, I don't think that was in the diss song. Especially if it didn't happen, I don't think that was in the diss. What could she, Drake say? That would end Pusha T's career. No, not not Pusha. It's man, he, you know that whole Pusha T was just a a front to to this Kanye. Charlie don't care about no damn Pusha T. Oh, His Kanye West. But what I think he could say to end Kanye's career is. What if Drake knew something or has something to do or knows about what happened to Kim K when she got robbed in Paris? Mm. Either knows who did it, knew it was about to happen, something. That would turn some shit into some real shit. Nah, that's when you that's when you get beef beef. Yeah, that's when you get beef beef. Like, oh, you want beef, beef? Okay, say less. All right, that's it. It's in there like that. It, it, there's no coming back from that. I just—that's the only thing I speculated. I, that's what I think. I want to know what everybody else thinks. So after that, Drake and McMill back friends, and we about to move to the next topic. <laughs> All right, Sissy. All right, so I'm going to intro this topic. Now, how do I even start off? Well, just say I think that as a rapper, as a lyricist, whatever the fuck you are, whatever you consider yourself. Artist in general. Artist in general. I think every artist should have more than one bag, multiple bags. And by bags, I mean... Money bags in this case. We talking about bags you can dig in. It's like, okay, let me get my lyrical bag or, or let me get in my, my R&B bag. Or, uh, Facts. That's you should, bags we talking about. You should be a multifaceted lyricist, rapper, artist. artist. Like, look, 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 we'll get into the music part, but I got an analogy for that ass. Let's say this, let's say a painter was like, okay, I want to be a painter. I'm going to paint, let me see, I'm going to paint an apple. Somebody walks up, that's a dope ass fucking apple. Great. 
just paint apples no more, bro. Man, I'm just going to paint apples for the rest of my career. I'm going to paint a green one, and I'm going to paint a red one, and then I'm going to paint one that's half bitten. <laughs> I'm only painting apples. It's going to get boring after a while. It's not going to be looked at as art anymore. It's going to be looked at as a stamp. The apple guy. <laughs> hey, man, never mind. It's a billion-dollar company now. But you know what I mean? But yeah, I feel you. That, like, any artist has to be diverse. You can't just give us the same thing over and over again and expect us to keep buying it. Exactly. Like, I know I know rappers. I'm not going to name drop. But yeah. I know some rappers. We don't do that here. We ain't bitch made. Nah, I don't, I don't name drop. Fuck all that shit. Hey, if we happen to be saying something that sounds familiar to you, we just might be talking about you. But facts, like I know, I know rappers. They've literally been talking about. They've okay. This is what I will say. They've been on a trajectory with talking about the same shit. So it's like the first album I was talking about vinyl records, but I was okay. This next album, I'm going to talk about vinyl records, but I'm going to be even better with it. I'm going to use all these metaphors and similes and wordplay about vinyl records. But oh, the album after that is going to be the pinnacle of me talking about vinyl records. I'm going to talk about how we got into DJing, scratching, people breaking NWA's vinyl records, vinyl, 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 like. That's how some of y'all rappers are. You you have no versatility. At all. I'm going to rap about money and jewelry and hoes. And for real, for real, nowadays, we can scratch the money, jewelry, and hoes and replace that with drugs. Yeah. That's what hip-hop is. I'm going to rap about drugs. I'm going to get high. Pop a pill. What the fuck is you doing with your life? I don't, I can't, man. I, I, I hate this generation of rap. I, At least, uh, sorry. No, nah, my bad. Oh, uh, no, just, uh, that was a, uh, false alarm. But shit, I don't mean, like, I don't mean all these rappers, because there are some that's keeping it lit. But I'm talking about what's popping. Yo, now the the ones that how can I put this with oh what the fuck I, I think that's me bro hold on um sorry y'all technical difficulties um but yeah I'm, I'm I'm talking about the popular motherfuckers the ones that the radio plays the ones that I don't know that that labels push the ones that say oh that's Good, let's make 80 million copies of it. It's like these artists like they sell shoes. It's like, oh, the Jordan 13s is selling. Let's make a billion Jordan 13s and sell them to everybody. Right. Do that with art. It's like, oh, Yachty's Broccoli went triple, quadruple platinum. I don't think it did. I think it only went gold, to be honest. But it it did numbers. Let's get a whole bunch of other rappers and do the same thing. 
It's just, you can't do that. And that's what labels do. And that's why the independent game is the best route. But at the same time, now talk about me for a hot second, but this is just what I would do in a specific situation. Offer the label deal or, or, or a deal from a label, should I say? Because a label deal is something different. If I was offering a deal from a label, whether it's a three or not, I'm taking oh, yeah. it at this point in my life. Taking it too. A three sixty, I'm taking it, and I'm going to use it to the best of my advantage. Because if I can bring that return in plus, that's still money. All they're asking for is what they gave you back up front. And I'm a cheap motherfucker, and I've always been a cheap motherfucker because I've always been a broke motherfucker. So I know how to budget some shit. They say, okay, we're going to give you a half a million dollars. Thank you. I'm only going to spend like 25 of that on the motherfucking uh, music. The rest of that, I'm going to invest off drip. <laughs> I'm trying to make that make me money before I ever even try. Fuck what they talking about. Yeah, I'll take it. How much you going to give me for this 360? Man, I, I, I'll recoup you in about a week. Oh, but your album's not set to drop till November. Uh, about a week and a half. I got you. Play this. Stop. But, you know, that's bad ass. That's how I do it. But, I don't know. It don't work like that for everybody. Motherfuckers get that five, half a million dollars. Oh, let me go, uh, I'm going to shoot a video in the most expensive spot in the world. I'm going uh, Go buy, not even buy a house. I'm going to go buy a car and a necklace and a watch. Now, granted, I might buy a watch. When I get in the game, I might copy watch. Like, if I get that type of money, that might be one of my first purchases. But it's not about to be no $10,000, $20,000 watch. I mean, that's fine. No diamonds, nothing. It goes with everything, and I can wear it every day. Yeah. I'm always clean. Facts, I feel it. I don't know how the motherfucking industry would do it. Take, holy shit, it's a motherfucker that's worn his shoes more than one time. He had those shoes on last week. Is he crazy? I mean, they already have someone like that. Yeah. Cole. Yeah, but. You don't see Cole Every enough. Every time you see him, he's always wearing them Jordan 1s. Oh. Yeah. I don't blame him. Jordan 1s is... Man, I fuck with Jordan 1s. I'd be the same way. Yeah. Now, see, I'm not no sneakerhead, so y'all gonna see me in some flops, <laughs> like... <laughs> everything, like, or, um... For real, for real, the, uh... The big tongue Adidas, I don't know what they called. I call them the Adidas Mines. Um... But they're just comfortable too. Y'all gonna see me some comfortable shit. Like I'm too. I don't give a fuck about no damn fashion. Is it comfortable? Do it fit? I'm wearing it. Is it cold outside? Will it keep me warm? I want it. Is it hot outside? Will it keep me cool? I'm wearing it. I, I'm not all about that shit. I don't give a fuck what name brand it is. Uh, none of that. I'm good. Yeah, but we veered off topic. Um, diversity. Now I, I want to branch that off. To today's culture a little bit in the music. Y'all gonna hear this, and y'all gonna hear segments to come. Y'all gonna 
tell. I hate motherfucking mumble rappers. Hate these motherfuckers. Like, say something. Like, it's, it's like the kid that in the lunchroom used to say, hey, 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 Jimmy, rap. No one damn well he can't. You know, Jimmy ain't about to spit a bar. <laughs> Jimmy likes music. So Jimmy's going to some some shit. <laughs> and it's like somebody recorded that shit put it to a beat as a joke and that shit became music all oh, thanks to little Jimmy slow ass I'm into the beat yep but it hated so much it just wasn't saturated like I hate Fact that that's the only thing we like nowadays. Stupid. Yeah, man. Now I have a different take on mumble rap, if you will. Um, <laughs> but now I got I got a slightly different take on it. Now I remember when it first emerged. I think I had either just left Atlanta or was still in Atlanta. Now, I remember uh-huh. first hearing Playboy. Wow, what is this? It's so different. Now, this is when mumble rap was the minority. You feel me? Like, I heard Playboy Cardi. I'm like, yo, this is dope. I've never heard anything like this. Then I found Thousand Band Funny. Then I found Uno the Activist. Like, these are the first cats with this style that I heard. So I was like, oh, I'm finding more and more artists with the style. This is dope. Now, compare that to the next year. Everybody is doing the same fucking shit. I'm just like, Mm -hmm. yo, I'm getting tired of this. Like, this sound that used to be exclusive to these people in Atlanta, now people in Ohio are doing it. Now people in New York are doing it. All right, I won't. I would New York definitely. I wouldn't say Ohio. No, actually, you know what? We can't lump him in that category because he he defines what we are seeking in other rappers. This dude is versatile as hell. Yes. Who Jimmy Reds? Yeah, I ain't know. The last thing I knew about Trippy Red is he was battling um Bow Wow for the king, quote unquote, of Ohio. And this is my take on it. And this is what made me say, okay, I'm not going to follow anything Trippy Red anymore because if Trippy Red was really from Ohio, he would understand that Ohioans, fuck what you talking about. Don't nominate yourself for shit. <laughs> you don't run shit over here. Mother Ohioans don't even know who the king of Ohio is because everybody thinks they're the king of Ohio in Ohio. Fuck out of here. You're not from Ohio. He might be like a different generation of Ohioan. No, he is this generation of what of whatever these yeah. kids is. But no, hey, bro. If you go, if you if you come from Ohio for real, these motherfuckers is not like that. Like man, it's a, it's a dude. Um, this is old. I can't think of it, y'all. But it's a video from somebody from um Cleveland responding to I think should be red. Now I don't know cuz from Cleveland, but 
Watch that video. That's an Ohio motherfucker. That's somebody from Ohio. I don't know what the tripping red. He might be from Ohio, but he's that kid that didn't nobody knew until he made a popular song and it went viral on the internet. And that's that dude like he sat in the back of class in history. Oh, oh, okay. Fuck out of here. No. Trippy Red is dope though. I um I've always had a respect, an immense respect actually, for Trippy Red's talent because for one, you can understand what he's saying. For two, when you actually look into what he's saying, it's not your regular degular uh, you know, heading this shit in the pack and then I'm in the back. Yeah, and I'm making the racks. Yeah, you can't get it back. You know, like it's not your typical ABC. That's a million dollar track right there. Yeah. And I and look, you said the last word, patch flats, stacks. Man, I'm telling you, that's all you need is a hot beat, a decent hook that's catchy, a whole bunch of mumbling, and just a part for when you in the club for the DJ to stop the song and the crowd still says what they know. The only part they know. It's like shooting the him and him and him and we ain't getting money. <laughs> and the whole crowd say we ain't here getting money. And that's the only part that they say. It's the only part that that's legible to them. Well, that's what Audible. 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 Shout out to Audible. We again we're looking for sponsorship. Hey me. <laughs> Nah, but um, yeah, that's so that's my problem with Mumble Map. It's everybody does it, and it's like the labels are just po- pushing that shit out. You know, I sum that up pretty much. So, what you think? I mean, like, anything else you want to add to diversity? Um, one thing I could definitely say about diversity that most people don't realize, I could give you an example of an artist. And I know for a fact when I mention this artist's name, people are going to be like, "Oh, nah, he's on this wave." But he's actually not. So I'm going to throw Logic's name out there. Now, everyone is thinking, oh, Logic, mental health. That's not his bag. That's one of his bags. But if you have been a Logic fan, you would know that this is not this man's only bag. Yeah, but that's more his bag that he's been on lately. He made six songs. He made... The Suicide Prevention Hotline song, and he made the song called Anxiety. Those are the only two songs he, he just, made. He just dropped another song about death, bro. Now, I think I didn't listen to it, but I think it's a Mac Miller tribute, so I feel that. But now it feels like, oh, capitalizing on the death and the tragedy that just happened. Like, nah, it's, it's, that's more of a recent turn. He made a song called Death. That's what. That's what we're. No, it's not called Death. About Death. How recent did the song come out? Day or two. <laughs> oh, everybody. Wait, dies? I think it's a. That yeah, that's it. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. That song was flames. It might be. It might be hot. I, I didn't listen to it. I'm not saying anything about the quality, but it still seemed disingenuous. You're capitalizing on someone else's misery. It wasn't a Mac Miller tribute. So. 
Oh, that's what I, that's what I thought it was, just based uh, off of the timing. Mac Miller tribute. Talk about Maley. I've only heard the song once, and on top of that, I've only heard bits and pieces. But what I did hear was fire. Hmm. I, I wouldn't. You can't judge it. Fire. I heard the whole thing. All right. What you you like what you heard so far? Indeed. So I don't know. I might check it out. I'm not. I'm not a big Logic fan. I'm not a Logic hater. I think he can rap his ass off. I'm just. I'm not checking for Logic. But I, what I think of that is, I think we're trying to steer away from someone capitalizing on mental health issues. We want to bring light to it. We don't want to make money from it. Like Logic was saying, and I'm not saying this. I, I don't even want to say it like this. I don't want to say. He seems like the type that'll do that. Because I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I don't follow him enough to know if he's like this. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to avoid is him being someone like, um, what's his name? Martin mm-hmm. Storelli. Just ups the price for sure that we need. You know, like, I don't, we don't want him to be the type that, all right, we're, um, we're only going to give you the, the medicine, not the right. cure. Because the medicine makes more money than the cure. Because the cure is going to stop the disease and then we can't capitalize on it. You feel me? I think we don't, that's just what we don't want to mm-hmm. have. You know, so I don't know. If he, if he, if he, if what you say is true and he doesn't drop that many, then the narrative is definitely switched. Because that's how I kind of know him. I mean, yeah. But he just seems like a. But that's. He Logic seems like what? Seems like the type of person who talks about life. That's that's what differs him from other rappers. Is he talks about the the authentic aspects of life? You know that that's what I'm seeing that he does now. Like he talked. He had a song called um, I think it was called One Day, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was a po- the song was positive as hell, not my cup of tea, but it was a positive song, you know. He just yeah, actually that's what it was called. One day, I don't like that song. It's a little too bubblegummy for me. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of bubblegummy, you remember that? Now I just I know I can. be <laughs> if one called it, it. <laughs> I'm gonna want to. Oh my god! <laughs> That's awesome. That was a part of hip hop. That was a moment because motherfuckers was banging that shit. I was, I was young as hell when that dropped. Motherfuckers love that shit. They thought that shit was the second coming. Like y'all crazy. Just yeah. sound like after Barney right now. Mm-hmm. Shit, but yeah. So. Um, my diversity pick for the day would be T Pain. I don't know if, I don't think I don't know if we brought that shit up on the last episode. I don't think we did. I think that was on the test pilot. Um, so yeah, T Pain slept on, very slept on. He's the he's the he's the master of the autotune. He brought that wave in, and that wave is clearly not going away anytime soon. Hopefully. Lyricism come back soon, but I still think Cat's going to be using that auto tune. I still think it's going to sell. Just don't want to see so much of it. Um, also, 
He can rap his ass off. T Pain can out rap a lot of y'all motherfuckers now. Um, he a lot of R&B songs, but he makes different types of R&B songs. I've heard him go old school R&B, new school R&B, super throwback R&B, like doo-wop type R&B. Like, yeah. T-Pain is multifaceted as fuck. Fucks with him. That's my dog. Shout out to T-Pain. If I ever get in the game, I'm doing a song with you. Don't want you to fucking sing. I just want you to rap. That's my dog. <laughs> Too funny as hell. <laughs> Alright, so third topic, and I don't really want to call this a topic because you know we slowly ticking down at the time we come approaching up. Um might just go a little over an hour, you know. I mean, never know. Another shit can get motherfucking spicy one time. Cause low key I have another I have another segment that we talked about in the pilot that I wanna make a um Yeah. Uh, comment on go ahead, do that. Yeah, do that because you know what I'm saying the takeover ether. You know we can, you know, we go, we, it's gonna be a debate, but it, you know, we've said our point so many times on this. We just gonna vocalize them one right. more time for real. So um, go ahead. Really, I wanna, I wanna shed a brief light on some up and coming rappers that are doing their thing, not like on some underground shit, but like on some indie. But they have the spotlight. They just needed to turn that trajectory up a notch. Okay, that's what's up. Um, uh, quick fire these ones real quick though, because I don't know a whole lot of them. Like, so um, you can go ahead back back to back on these ones. I don't know a whole lot of the newer rappers. I'm still a, I'm still caught in my yeah, age, y'all. But y'all will never know how old I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It'd be two or two hundred. Y'all never know. I'm eighty-seven. No. <laughs> Facts. Um, you come back to back that give, one time. I give about. I I give you about four. I give you four. Four of them. Four up and comings. Keep your eye out for them. Y'all probably know these artists because I do know a couple of them. What are they? Sensei? The first one. I have. I have to say this name first because when he first jumped on the scene. I was like, who the heck is this kid? This kid is crazy. This kid is fire. What do you say? No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just, I'm at looking. This kid is phenomenal. Phenomenal lyricist. This is what the game needs. J.I.D. If, if, if we could put that, if we could somehow find like an applause button and put it right here, I'd have it. Super deserves an applause effect. I mean, that deserves a real life applause with the standard ovation. Jid is hot. Jid fire. That motherfucker, um, double XL freestyle, man. That should have that that best yeah. one I've seen in years. And the only the people, the rappers who had the best freestyles to me anyway before that was Kendrick and Logic. Mm-hmm. I like Logic's. So I like the um. Uh, <laughs> I like Lil Dicky, man. I think Lil Dicky slept on just because he do that funny shit too yeah, much. he could actually rap. That's the... <laughs> I think Lil Dicky killed that shit too. Yeah, you right. Uh, shit. Uh, I can't even think of a lot of double XLs. Didn't no, Tyler do it? not a double XL freshman. Nah. He wasn't? Okay. So, so, nah, man. I'm thinking of something different there. 
Yeah, but Jid definitely don't. Uh, what's your number, number two? two? Um, I haven't put you on to this dude yet, uh, Big Red, but I'm going to. I've got to. I actually almost sent you a song today because he said something in a song I've been listening to that I just now caught on to. But uh, his name is Sean Smith out of Philly. I heard that name before. This dude said, I'm just making sure my bro's short. He done folded over paper three times. Hold on. Uh, you trying to make sure you trying to make sure his bro short? Sure, like sure. Oh, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro sure, like bro sure, he folded over paper, meaning like he gave up on the paper three times, like because he wasn't sure. Or bro, sure. <laughs> He killed that. Yeah, that's how you said Sean Smith. Yeah, got him. Yep, yep. Fucking with him because that's what I said. Now that's a bar. That's a bar that'll make me go check that CD and uh, shit. His, his album, uh, the last thing he came out with is called Sink or Swim, the Sean Smith story. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Sink or Swim. Yeah, definitely checking that one out. I'm, I'm going to check it out with y'all. So, uh, by the maybe by the next episode, if we do this shit like within the next couple of days, I'll have that shit listened to. You know, hopefully we got some comments from y'all. Tell me what y'all think of it. I'm gonna tell y'all what y'all think of it on the next one. So sink or swim, Sean Smith. I'm at you. Uh, who's number three? Number three. I've been listening to this dude since he uh, was on the X Factor. That's when I actually caught word of him. But he's from Brooklyn. Brownsville specifically goes by the name of Stroh. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Stroh. Stroh. This kid is nice, man. Um, too many notable bars to name. You feel me? Um, and he just gets better and better. Every mm-hmm. project of his is different. Like you want to talk about the diversity factor? He's got that. He makes different now, he's in movies That's too, true. right? He is in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's multifaceted. Always goes back to it. Gotta, gotta know that. Let's go that back to that real quick. That's why Childish Gambino and Jamie Foxx is two of the hardest working men in the business. Oh. They do a lot of shit. Definitely, and they're good at everything they do. And I think Jamie Foxx still got uh, Donald Glover by just a little bit. That security factor is still getting it. Man, Donald Glover is fucking close. <laughs> Donald Glover is, is on the road to that EGOT status, man. Yeah, it's just like the only reason I'm giving Jamie is just that longevity thing. He's been at it longer. And Jamie Foxx is still relevant. Jamie Foxx has still put out a movie that you're going to go see. I mean, the only person... Who didn't John Legend just get that just reach that EGOT status? I don't even know what the EGOT status was. I thought he was just making some shit up that sounded like it was amazingly uh, great. EGOT is Emmy, Tony, Oscar, uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. 
Um, yeah, John Legend just he just won. He's the first uh, black male artist to win an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and a Tony Award. Man, now that needs the applaud button right That's... there. So Emmy is like for right. TV. Grammy is for music. Oscar is for movies. And the to- what was it? What's the Tony for? The play? I, I think so. I'm not entirely sure though. It's, it's got to be Tony. I think Tony's is the uh, stage performance. I think he got that shit for the play he was in. The play? Oh, you talking about the uh... the one that um, he was like a modern Jesus or some shit like what that? Play was he in? Tony? I don't know. I, it's it's re it's recent. Look it up. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Um, Tony, the Tony Awards is for excellence in Broadway theater. Yeah, it was. It, he did a play where um, I don't know if it was set in modern times, but it was it was like a retelling of Jesus, but Jesus was more modern. Um, I didn't see it. I'm not a big play person for real. Even though I ain't gonna lie, I seen Lion King live. That shit was dope. Word, word. Um, and any music lover, I definitely recommend y'all go see Stomp live. Y'all can look at Stomp shit on uh, YouTube and the old videos. I used to watch them, but I used to always fall asleep on them. The videos, they don't do it justice. Go see Stomp live. That shit is mind-blowing. I wasn't even hot. I can't help but think about Kirk Franklin when you say Stomp. <laughs> I can't help but think about Kirk Franklin, man. Man, her you mean. What'd you say? Her replies. Yeah. Or, or Young Buck. No, 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 you, you, you don't get it. They, they, they've been saying uh, Kirk, Kirk Franklin implies oh, looking yeah, like yeah. forever. Facts, that's true. Yeah, Young Buck, though. Uh, another legendary beef. That was one of the dumbest motherfucking disses I've ever. Ti and Ludacris. Yeah, that shit was like just how it played out was crazy. Like Luda had the advantage. So please stay off the T.I.P. of my dear. <laughs> he yeah. killed it. As it was, that dope. was one of the hardest was disses. A- I. That was a hard diss. I, I can't. I, I'm not gonna put it in one of the hardest disses. Like I can't do that. Um, I forget. I like Jada Kiss's checkmate is hard. Who is he dissing tonight? Fifty Cent. Oh man, I'm telling you, go back to the old, the old Jada Kiss Fifty Cent. This is Jada and Locks lyrically murdered Fifty. Is rap, 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 bro. Go back and listen to some of them. Um, I like the Eminem 50 Cent versus Ja Rule shit. The Benzino shit was cool. Some of the um like ICP and all them, they was funny, but I didn't take them serious. Um let me see. Who were some other legendary disses? Um hit him up. You know, I was a big pockhead, so you know, hit him up is like still one of the top diss songs for me ever. No Vaseline, oh, clearly, yeah. if that is not that's not the number one, which I, I, honestly, if you got to be 100%, 100% open and honest about this and unbiased, 
No Vaseline is probably yeah. the greatest diss song. Anything, anything Ice Cube did this wise was one of the greatest diss songs. Yeah, but no, no Vaseline. I think that has to take number one. It's yeah. got to. No Vaseline. He I, mer- he. I don't see any other diss song no. beating it for the time released the way it was released the backstory what went on and this is before the movie fuck the movie in real life number best this song ever ice cube is just one follow up in my opinion who else did he diss too um he dissed he dissed be real from cypress hill too and he murdered him too y'all kill him um did did he go at Common? Because I know Common did him. Yeah, they they did. They yeah, went at Common. Yeah. I, uh, it's just it's Common. <laughs> I fuck with Common though. I just um speaking of Common, like I like Common lyrically, but one of the worst verses I ever heard was on College Dropout. On that um, no, he went on two words. He was on um, two Two words that was freeway and almost uh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. That, um, oh, yeah, hands, oh, hit him, hit him hot. Yeah, that one. Um, that first worst verse I ever heard. Good rappers, it's hard to find, like a remote control, <laughs> like a. <laughs> Couple of bars in there though, like that I've just caught now, like recently when I was, you know, re listened to it. But that's still one of the worst verses ever. Like, oh my, what the fuck is you doing? You are common. Is you doing Common's it? album B is one of the best albums of that year, uh-huh. I have to admit. Of 2004, I think that dropped. That was one of the best albums. Hey, look! If Common start doing a couple more things right, man, he can be in that he got status. I like, I like that he got. He can do that. He already got the Oscar. He does. He have Grammys. If he don't, he deserve one. Hmm. Does he have Grammys? For you, man, they need to give him a a, a like a late Grammy. For I used to love her. Yeah, facts. Period, 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 like, oh, actual fucking Grammy. No, I see now. Nah, this is the shit that I hate. Like, all right, so this goes to like involved with the Oscar so white thing, but this goes. It happens all the time. So the Oscars this year are going to introduce a new category, which is basically fan pick. Mm-hmm. It's movie, um, Avengers: Infinity mm-hmm. War that who people went and actually seen popular good movies a chance to go home with an Oscar because Oscar people who vote for the movies ain't nothing but old fat white men with money who they not watching movies to be entertained they're watching movies for film structure and was the acting superb and and to go to fucking sleep on like you know like, I don't know. We need to stop doing that in society, giving motherfuckers runner-up trophies, but you're still part of the conversation, Timmy. Like, uh, like that. Like, no, motherfucker, give me my actual props. No, Common don't need a hood Grammy. He deserves a Grammy. He's won Grammys. 
Razzy, for uh, what? The first one was for Love of My Life, an ode to hip-hop, the oh. song with uh, Erica Badu. Second uh-huh. one was for a song called Southside. I don't remember that song. That name sounds familiar. I, you know me. I'm terrible with titles. I have to hear a few bars. Who was in the song? Southside. The third one, the one he did was set for Selma. Nah, that was Glory. Yeah, that's the one he won the Oscar for. Wait, Glory. Hmm. He wrote a song for. I think a television show or something called Glory, something like that. Uh, no, he 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 wrote a song for Selma and won an Oscar okay. for it. So he's so he's got the G and the O, but does he have an Emmy? Yeah. Uh, I highly doubt it. I I like Comet as an actor, but he ain't that kind no, of actor. Not. And I don't think and I I think you have to be. I don't know. I don't think he was in any shows, or he might have been a cameo in some shows. No, but that's what's up, though. Um, the chair, uh, legendary disses. So let's um, let's 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 wrap it up with the uh, Nas and Jay Z beef songs, cause we had a minute, uh, a minute, an hour nine right now. My opinion is, although Ether is pretty good. Very overhyped. I extremely overhyped. Takeover is a song all around. Says that? I did. I know you agree. I know you hate Nas. I know, man. It's okay. You're a Nas hater. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. You can tell the world. He hates him. Nas just is not his favorite rapper, guy. <laughs> well, um, Obviously, I disagree. Like he not. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Takeover was cool. He had, yeah. I mean, I know you say he had Nas. Nas had bars in Ether. Jay Z had facts in Takeover. I mean, but I don't. And Nas had childish but them bars. Them shits was hitting though, man. And them shits was hitting, bro. Like. And they was hitting for the time period. It was the momentum. It was the energy. Oh, and that beat was rocking. We overhyped either. I just watched Rapture on, if anyone knows what Rapture is, it's the, it's the series that's on Netflix where rappers pretty much talk about their come up, their upbringing, and where they are now. Nas was on it. And mm-hmm. uh, what's, uh, Nori. He was on, he wasn't, he didn't have his own episode, but he was in Nas's episode. And he was still saying, Queens niggas run you niggas ass, Russell Simmons. That is a staple, bro. That is a staple. I don't hear any staples from TakeOver. Especially for New York motherfuckers, but man, come on. ROC. TakeOver. End up and clap quick. How much of Biggie's rhymes is going to come out your fat lips? Wanted to be on every last one of my classes. Takeover is a better diss song. Takeover came at him because I know, because you know what? Do you know, uh, you know who? Do you know what? Well, you know who. But let's keep that between me and you. 
I feel it. I mean, I'm not saying Takeover is a bad song. I mess with Takeover. I just like Ether more. I mean, Ether, you don't hear people saying, oh, he got Takeover. Because it was hype. Just because it's popular don't mean it's the best. Ether has become like a hip hop vocabulary term whenever you diss someone. Like, oh, he got ethered. Yes, or she third. She third. Shout to Remy Ma. Love Remy Ma. She did her thing on she third. Love Remy Ma. Remy Ma is the dopest. I fucking love Remy Ma. She is the realest motherfucker. Fucking Nikki. Even though, baby, you know I love y'all, bro. I love you. Um. Fuck Beyonce. Um, fuck, you know, fuck a Cardi yeah, B, all them. Realist bitch. Sorry for calling you a bitch, but you know I mean it with love, baby. And, and shot the papoose. I don't want smoke. Your wife, your wife is the motherfucking dope. Like, y'all cute together, pause, you know. Fuck with Remy, my dope as shit, and she can rap her up. Shout out to Remy Ma, man. She called, she called out Joe Bud. It was like, what? Because you scared, because you pussy, and you know the hit eat you alive. <laughs> she killed Joe Bud, and nobody talked about it. Like, it went one day, and nobody was like, but she killed Joe Bud with that shit. What? Because you mad pussy, and you know he'll kill you on the track. Like, fuck out of here. And, and I'm a Bud fan. Shout to Bud. But, man, no, you're not. Even on revival, I'm sorry. And I fuck with you rapping, button. I fuck with your bars, button. But you're not M. And you can't do what M do. M got too many bags to zip in. But I don't know. Ether is dope. I just, as far as, it's a good, catchy, quotable song. As far as the disc goes, it was schoolyard, it, it was schoolyard bickering. It, it was roasting. It wasn't a good diss to me. Takeover was a good all-around diss on to me. And this is coming from I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan. I am a fan. I just think he's overrated. Oh, boo. Big Red sucks. He hates Jay-Z. Hey, well, all I can say is Jay-Z and Nas are in my top five. My overall top five, and if I have to give accomplishments, accolades, and I give an unbiased top five, clearly, yes. Big, uh, it, it, the top five, the correct top five is Hawk, Big, J, Nas, M. Yeah, yeah. That is the correct top five. Any, like, any top ten list, the top five has to be that. Hawk, Big, J, Nas, M. And you can probably put M before Nas now, because M has better better projects. You could even slip Rock him in there for real, for real. Uh, not 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 nationally known as well. Definitely in, it will, amongst rap fans, but that's when you start in the personal yeah, that's preference. True. Okay, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking about the correct, the politically correct answer, the the globally universal duh answer. Yeah. Oh man, motherfuckers getting tired of this bitch. Oh, Brad, she need to buy bye. This is how you know I'm so acting. I remember when we used to say that just go get a bottle of liquor. 
Goalnya udah bawa Udah bawa Ya that's all Cardi B got a big ass knot on her forehead. That ain't breaking news, that's Oh, you mean no I'm some fucking shit. But nah, that's but nah, fuck World is still world is still spinning. Blow us up yet, thankfully. Um Yeah. So that's the education system with an E D. You know, Nah, I won't. I won't say that on there. Nah, bro. I can say it if you want me to. What you gonna say? Both cover arts have education, uneducation on it. The one you made and the one I made, so it actually is uneducation. Yeah. It is. You will look. I looked. Yours says uneducation. And the one I updated has an education. Yeah, that's my weed, Belski. I mean, I'm sorry if my job listening. You don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, well. <laughs> We do all episode. We we fucked up. <laughs> Take eighty six. God, we're gonna be here forever. <laughs> shit, <laughs> you know the fuck we hate. Oh, fuck that. This shit. This shit is getting uploaded. I get a love it, love it, or hate it. Either way, you hate it. Eat a dick. Uh, shout to Paul Rosenberg. Shout out to Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> I'm gonna be known for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to bite Charlotte Bay's dog here today. I think it's gonna be the Peter Rosenberg award <laughs> today. <laughs> I'm gonna be known for saying that on this podcast. Shout out to Peter Rosenberg. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep the peace. Man. <laughs> Shut up. Oh man, but yeah. So education, <laughs> education connection. <laughs> you stupid, but that's hilarious. Hell yeah. I said it wrong this whole time. My bad, y'all. We uneducated. <laughs> Excuse me, I went to college and graduated. Nah, see, I did the first one. I went to jail too. That made me a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so that was our dumbasses talking for an hour and if y'all fuck with us, tune in next time where our topic will be, whatever the fuck we want it to be. Sister! Hey, man. This has been the uneducation system. Look on Mr. Proper Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, in fact, it's <laughs> 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 
Oh, he is trying to smoke again. I'm gonna let y'all. I have been the red that's been big. Hell yeah. Sure. Boy, Sensei. Marzi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do that shit from now on. Sensei. Marzi. Marzi. <laughs> Digs it. But all right, y'all. Peace. Hey.